welcome to the 2021 GMC Lent Podcast with Pastor Mike Weaver. Join us each Wednesday from the 17th of February to the 31st of March as we journey with Jesus in the Gospels of John and Mark. Now over to Pastor Mike. Hey, it's Pastor Mike Weaver here and it's great to have you with us on our fourth week in our Lent series. Uh, we are journeying through Lent in the Gospels of both Mark and John and today's reading comes from John's Gospel, uh, chapter 8 starting at verse 12 through to verse 20. Here today, the Word of God. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and I know where I am going. But you have no idea where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I am one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. Then they asked him, Where is your father? You do not know me or my father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the temple courts near the place where the offerings were put. Yet no one seized him because his hour had not yet come. Thanks be to God for the reading of his holy word. So this Wednesday, this uh, podcast, vlog, whether you're watching on YouTube or uh, listening on our podcast service, we are considering today light in a dark world. And I wonder, how much do you take light for granted wherever you live? Maybe it's in a town or a city in the UK or elsewhere in the world. Or perhaps you're listening in a more remote location uh, in a part of our country or elsewhere. Somewhere, you know, where there aren't any street lamps for miles when it gets dark. Well, it's really dark. But even there, I guess, the night sky brings its own light from the stars and the moon, especially if there's a full moon, if you've ever been out and it's a clear sky. It's amazing how light uh, it can seem. But maybe you have been somewhere where it's truly dark. Um, Maybe... Like me, earlier in my life, uh, when I was younger, I did some caving, a bit of potholing as a teenager. And I remember my first time uh, down a cave, our our guide told us to switch off our lamps to experience total darkness. The complete absence of any light. And then we were to hold our hands in front of our faces. Um... And even a couple of centimetres in front of my eyes, I couldn't make out my hand. Absolutely nothing. Just total and utter darkness. But then a weird thing began to happen. A a shadow started to appear in front of my eyes. This faint outline shape of a hand. But we were in total darkness, so I shouldn't have been able to see. What was happening is my brain was seeing this great, 
image in the absence of light. The guy, if I remember, explained it, uh, that it works like this. Your brain kind of takes over. I mean, there are terms such as Eisengrauer, visual noise or background adaptation that explain this phenomena. But it's this idea that um, your brain knows that there's something there and so conjures it up itself. Um, but I wonder whether it's something deeper, a natural desire within ourselves for light itself. Because, you know, the dark fears brings up fears for many. It conjures up fears because bad things happen in the dark. We're told so as kids. Crime takes place in the shadows away from prying eyes without the glare of light. And so in this reading from John, preceding this, Jesus had been t taking uh, the Pharisees to task in a way. At the end of Chapter 7, the chief priests had intended to arrest Jesus, but the guards are unable to. Hearing him speak and the reaction of the many who are proclaiming that Jesus is a prophet, that he is the Christ, the anointed one, they say, they come back to the chief priests and say, no one ever spoke the way this man does. And again, the Pharisees are present at the beginning of chapter 8. They bring a woman guilty of adultery, asking Jesus what should be done with her. And Jesus says to them, if any one of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. And of course, none of them do, as they all know they are sinful people themselves. They're trapped by Jesus's words. You could say they are in the dark. The dark, that place of unknownness and fear. But then the next words of Jesus and John are these. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Each week, as the pastor at GMC, I light a candle at the beginning of worship. I acknowledge this fundamental truth of the Bible, these words of Jesus, that he is the light. The idea of God calling someone to be light to the world is rooted in ancient Judaism. Throughout history, God called people to be a light to the nation of Israel. The judges from Joshua to Jair, Deborah to Gideon or Eli to Samuel. We think of the kings that uh, the Israelite nation had in Saul and David and Solomon and the prophets too. All these people were called to be light to the nation of Israel. Yet, yeah, of course, all these individuals failed at some level because of their innate humanity, their own sinfulness. But their words were often of the moment. They were revealing the will of God just as light in the dark will reveal what is hidden in the dark. None perhaps more so than Isaiah who spoke of Israel being the light around the nations and ultimately of one true light, Isaiah speaks, the Lord's servant who was the anointed to come, the one with who would come truth and justice to the world. In Isaiah's words of 49.6 it says, It is too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept. 
I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. The light, Jesus shines, reveals the hidden things, the darkness of our hearts and the world's fallenness. Jesus, in today's reading, goes on to say, You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true, because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. Throughout the Gospels, it's clear that Jesus came not to judge per se, but to save. His death on the cross is a redeeming act, a rescue of life, if you like. So not an act of judgment. But because the very nature of the saving act is salvation, it inevitably has an effect of judgment, of condemnation, if you like, upon those who have no wish, no desire to take part on those things on offer. Of grace and peace and mercy, in other words, salvation. Those who say, nah, it's not for me. So what we see in this passage, following on from those previous narratives I've already mentioned, you know, the story of the hypocrites and the adulteress, that is that instead of the Pharisees opposing Jesus and putting him on trial, is that he isn't on trial at all. Jesus is the one who is bringing light to the evidence of people's dark hearts. What is their life purpose? What are their motives? And that if their motives go against God, that they can no longer be hidden in the dark. They will be revealed. So, how do we take it? Well, it should be that the overwhelming darkness of life is revealed by Jesus. And the darkness... Well, it's forgetting who God was and is. The, it was the inability of the Pharisees and opponents of Jesus to recognise who really God was that was the issue. Because of their behaviours and their attitudes, their pride and ambitions, they failed to recognise Jesus was the one called by the Father, by God. And it's just the same today. So many. So many people do not recognise Jesus as Son of God, as Saviour, as Redeemer, as Lord, yet, yet are ready themselves to stand in judgment of others. Yet the reality is truly none, no one can stand in judgment of any other because all of us ultimately we reside in darkness. And there comes the clash, the butting up against one another, the light and the dark. And sure, you may make the choice to reject the light. But one thing should be known is that the light can never be extinguished. Never. And so it remains. If we only allow, if we only open ourselves and allow Jesus in, the light will expose our darkness but more than that, it will light the way to new life, a changed life in the presence of God through the love of Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit. But we must be humble enough to acknowledge God and the Son who said, I am the one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. 
So this day, may you know Jesus, the Son, whom the Father sent, that your life may no longer be lived in the dark. God bless. Thanks for listening today to the GMC Lent podcast. For more information about GMC, visit the website at gillespiechurch.org or find us on Facebook and YouTube. Search for Gillespie Memorial Church. This has been a production of the GMC team and copyright remains with the producers of this podcast. Thanks for listening.